to Let's Talk Resilience. During the next 12 episodes, we're going to be talking about this very important topic of human resilience and really distill some of the complexity that surrounds this topic and put it into very practical steps to help you to be able to collect, if you like, a toolkit that can help you in your life to be able to to deal with challenging situations and to be able to recover from some of the various setbacks that perhaps life deals us. My name's Liggy Webb and I'm an award-winning and best-selling author of a book called Resilience, How to Cope When Everything Around You Keeps Changing. And this is what is going to underpin the episodes and what we're going to talk about. Now, I'm delighted to say that I am joined by my very good friend, Vince. And Vince has been through quite a few challenging experiences in his life. And I've certainly learned a thing or two about human resilience. So we thought it would be a great opportunity for us to be able to to share some of our experiences, to really be able to talk about what is it within the human spirit that helps us to be able to deal with some of the challenging issues, I guess, that all of us inevitably are going to experience in our lifetime. So we will be covering the 10 guiding principles. You will also get access at the end of each episode to an online library where there are lots of different support tools that you will be able to access free of charge to be able to help you in your journey and beyond. So, you know, Vince, thanks so much for, for kind of embracing these conversations, because we are going to talk really openly, I guess, about both of our experiences. So do you want to share a little bit about yourself and perhaps the journey you've been through? Yeah, I never expected to have to deal with so much. When I was 19, I was diagnosed diabetic. Um, back then, it wasn't as well managed or treated as it is now. Then, uh, at the age of 45, I had a stroke, which has left me with uh, an acquired brain injury, which affects me day to day, and I have to navigate my way around that. Two years ago, I trod on a piece of scrap metal and got gangrene in my foot, which resulted in having half my foot amputated. Then just a couple of months ago, I had a heart attack. Yeah, I've had to deal with a lot, but you just find ways of dealing with it. That's what we're going to talk about. When life throws so many apparently negative bad things at you, there are ways that you can cope and move forward. Life happens to you, you happen to life, don't you? And every situation that you experience, ultimately you have choice in terms of, of how you respond to those situations. I, I know, you know, from observing the journey that you've been through, you've been an incredible example of what I would describe as, as true resilience. You know, the way that you bounced through situations and, and dealt with, with, with all of those things, it's been absolutely admirable. So, you know, I, I feel very privileged to be able to, <laughs> to discuss this, this very wonderful and, and actually very multifaceted topic, mm. which is what resilience is all about, really. Resilience is a great set of techniques, but it's not a magic bullet. You, there are times when it will, life will get you down and you feel that it's too much to cope. So that's not a failure. It's not that you're not engaging with the resilience techniques. It's just inevitable. But as long as you've got that core of techniques and skills to work with, you can move forward. So how would you define resilience? What would be your definition? It's about accommodating life changes 
and being able to keep moving forward. I think it's also about being able to compartmentalise. Often you think so much is happening to you that you just can't cope, but it's breaking it down and dealing with this bit and that bit. It's about being able to just be happy and accepting. Yes, life is a little rough around the edges. None of us leads a perfect life. And I think resilience is that sort of backup, if you like, that helps you deal with these things that life keeps throwing at you. Yeah. And, you know, we are living in a world, aren't we, where everybody wants to live this kind of perfect existence, never make mistakes, never get things wrong, you know, never have setbacks. But one of the things I've learned about resilience is is the way to be resilient. You almost have to expose yourself to the elements. You have to take some risks. You have to take some knockbacks. You know, if you wrap yourself in cotton wool and try and live this perfect existence, how are you going to learn how to be resilient? Yeah. Resilience isn't about developing a hard shell. It's not about going through life being emotionless and things just bounce off you you still are a sensitive emotional human being don't think resilience just means i nothing will phase me it's about being able to deal with those things when they happen winston churchill had quite an interesting um expression he used he said when you're going through hell keep going and i kind of think well yes um very true but it's also how you keep going i hear this term banded around quite a bit um, known as mental toughness you know we have to tough things out and I think there's a real danger in that because how you get through situations and that kind of self-care and self-compassion and recognizing the fact that we're human beings Mm. you know we have so much capacity and if we push ourselves too far or too much that that can be detrimental as well. A quote that I remember from a 19th century author Ian McLaren is be kind for everyone you meet is fighting their own battle because I'm fighting my battle. You're fighting your battle. Everyone's fighting their own battle and we can support each other. I don't think we can really kind of um, pigeonhole people. And and I do struggle a little bit with the way that we pigeonhole people in generations and and say, well, this generation can deal, you know, better than this generation. Mm. I don't believe that. I believe that every individual has the capacity to to be resilient. One of the most powerful books that I've ever read in my life that I would recommend for everybody reads around human resilience is a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And Viktor Frankl was an Austrian neurologist in the Second World War and he was a survivor from the concentration camps and he wrote a book about his experience. One of the observations that he made about human resilience in his book is this, you can take away pretty much most things from a human being because you can take away their freedom, you can take away their friends, you can take away their, their family, you can take away their possessions. But the one thing that you can never, ever take away from a living human being is their will. And their will is all about how they choose to respond to situations. And I believe that every individual, every human being has the power, the luxury to to be able to do that. And it is a luxury to be able to have that choice, because when we choose and when we acknowledge the fact that we have that choice, we empower ourselves. And it's absolutely incredible what human beings can, can get through. You know, so much of resilience is about being able to bounce through situations. And certainly my favourite expression that it's emotional sunscreen. <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah, that's great. I mean, it, that reminds me of an analogy. There's this sport called free diving where people dive to great depths just by holding their breath. They can dive to two, three hundred metres just by holding their breath. I saw an interview with a freediver who said, you're coming back up 
and you think you're going to die. You think you haven't got anything left in you and you're going to have to take a breath even though you're still underwater. And he said, you always make it. He always gets to the surface. So if you just tell yourself, I can just keep going a bit longer, it's amazing how deep your reserves are deeper than you might think they are yeah and, and they, I totally agree with you I think as human beings what we have within us is absolutely incredible but it is very much about mindset so I've recently been working on a model to define and I guess simplify and demystify if you like the, this topic of resilience and also to create something that, that's suitable for life in the 21st century and, and the fourth industrial revolution because that is the time we're living in you know a time of volatility lots of uncertainty, huge amount of complexity. And it's all about rapid communication. And this is a time, I guess, where these three pillars are, are, are very useful in terms of, you know, the first one is about taking accountability for your life, because we are all responsible for how we respond to situations. And sometimes, you know, response and reaction are, are defined in the same way, but they're very different because reaction is kind of doing what you've always done on, on autopilot. But response is about giving yourself a little bit of space to step back and consider your options. It helps you to create perspective, to consider your choices, and then you can respond to situations. So that, that's very empowering. And the second one is around agility, because as Charles Darwin said, it's not the strongest of the species that survives or the most intelligent, but the one that is the most adaptable to change. But in the world we're living in right now, it's not enough to just be adaptable to change. It's about the speed of response. That, that's really key. And that's what agility is all about, is being able to, to navigate things in, in a very nimble way, I guess. And finally, it's about mindset, because we have tens of thousands of thoughts a day. And the quality of those thoughts is fundamental to our response. Because as Shakespeare said, nothing is good or bad, only thinking makes it so. What, what, what's your views on that? What you just said reminds me of how my dad approached uh, cancer when he had it. He died in 2012. He said to me that when he was diagnosed with cancer, he didn't think, why me? He thought, why not me? You know, none of us are immune to that. For me, what you just said about responsibility links to that. You're stronger once you take ownership of what's happening to you. How you deal with something is in your control. Rather than just saying, oh, poor me, this has happened to me, I never asked for it. Well, yeah, maybe it, you didn't ask for it. I didn't ask to have a heart attack or a stroke, but it's happened. But what has helped me move on from that is by saying how I deal with it is my responsibility. I'm the captain of that ship. So, yeah, it's about responsibility, owning what's happening to you, and then you are in control. Absolutely. And I think that kind of ownership of what happens to you, you know, not letting life happen to you, but you happen to your life and empowering yourself to respond in that way. And you mentioned as well about the, the sort of moving on, because I think there's a lot to be said with resilience. Things happen to us and our ability to be able to draw a line in the sand and to be able to let things go can be really, really helpful because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real or what's artificial. Mm. So very often, if we start to drag up the negativities of the past, then that can really drag us down. Just take the good learning, but really focus on the future and the hope that is beyond. So what we aim to do over the series is to create a toolkit 
to be able to provide you with lots of tips and advice in terms of helping you to be able to be more resilient. Our next episode will focus on taking a journey of self-discovery and learning a little bit more about ourselves and our emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm.